Welcome to Black and White, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm your host, Denise Pass, author, speaker, worship leader, currently writing my book, Shame Off You for Abingdon Press, and a homeschool mama of five, married to the love of my life. I'm here today with my amazing co-host, Micah Maddox, and we are so glad you've joined us today. Micah, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hey, Denise. So my name is Micah Maddox, and I've recently written my first book, Anchored In, Experience a Powerful Life (laughs) in a Problem-Filled World, and God has just blessed beyond anything I could ever imagine with it being my first book. But I am a wife to a pastor. He leads our international missions and worship at our church, and I also have four children, and our youngest is our foster son, so that's been a new adventure for us. But I also have an amazing ministry that I get to speak to women and encourage their hearts. So my main ministry and focus in life is my home, but then I also get to encourage women. So we are super excited about coming to you today and sharing a little bit about the truth of God's Word. Our whole podcast is about sharing what the Bible says about God's Word. Amen. Well, I have to tell you, if you haven't read Micah's book yet, you know, she didn't know I'm going to put a little plug in, but you got to do that because (laughs) it was just an amazing read um, anchored in. But the purpose uh, for our podcast is really our hearts are burning to encourage one another with God's grace, truth, and hope in the issues we are facing in our society today that perhaps people don't want to discuss. It's not that we're trying to be controversial, but just open up healthy dialogue to be able to talk about the pain points in our society, our churches, our families, and our homes. Well, Micah, the first topic we're going to be tackling, uh, with it being February, is love. (laughs) This month we'll be exploring this love that God has for us each week in February and what it looks like as we live this love out in our relationship with God, ourselves, others, and especially the last week of February, which you won't want to miss, loving our spouses. So, Mike, I'm going to start with you. What is love to you? It's such a loaded question. What is love? You know, our culture has a lot of answers, and they're telling us a lot about what love is through TV, through the Internet, and um, our kids are hearing about what love is at school. But one place that I always like to go when we have these hard questions of life is the Bible. And so as we go through the podcast, that's what you're going to hear a lot is, what does the Bible say about this topic? And so when we look into God's Word about love, there's one verse that just always comes right to mind. And it's from 1 John 4, verse 7 and 8. And it says, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because mm-hmm. God is love. Wow. So we, we know God is love, right? We know that. But when you really look at this verse here, it says we're, we should love one another, and all love comes from God. So if we are trying to love outside or without God, it's mm-hmm. not real love. Amen. And the world shows us a picture of love, but it's totally without God. So it's not really true love, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I asked my daughter this morning, um, hey, she's, she's 10 years old, and I was like, what do you think about when you think about God and when you think about love and God, what comes to your mind? And she thought for a second, and she's like, I think God loves us even when we do wrong. Mm. And mm. I was like, and 
such wisdom from a little child, right? Yes, <laughs> out of the mouth of babes. Right. <laughs> and as I, I sat there, I thought, God loves us even when we do wrong. What about us? Do we love others mm. even when they do wrong? You know, we do our kids, right? We, they right. do wrong. We love our kids. But I thought specifically in the church, you know, mm. in the place where God's children are, where the place where God's children gather, do we love beyond the wrongdoing? And we would say yes, because that's the right answer, right? right? But when it comes down to it, I'm sure you've seen this in your church. I've seen it in mine. Mm. Something goes down. Someone makes a big mistake. Right. They do wrong. Mm. And all of a sudden, we are guilty of not showing the love that we should show. And yes. I, I don't know what you think, but sometimes I think we... We miss it, and we call separation something that it's not. Mm. And we're we're want to love, but we just don't get it. God loves even when we do wrong, like my little girl said, right? Yes, and you know, I think the Bible also says that the world would look at us and see how we love one another. Mm. And if in a church that's not happening because we take an action, as you said, someone does, and we accuse them or we basically define them by that, mm-hmm rather than what they're really defined by, their identity in Christ. We forget, and even in Revelation it talks about the church has lost her first love. If God is love, and we have wandered away from that to a place where we are judging our brother and sister, Mm -hmm. we have forgotten. Yeah, we've messed up. I saw this firsthand as a teenager. My best friend, my dear friend, when we were 16, um, she, she got pregnant. Mm. And um, we went to a Christian school. We were in a good church. And um, she wasn't allowed to get married in our church. And I was like, man, here here we are, you know, a 16-year-old. And I'm watching my best friend go through this huge trial in her life and this huge struggle. And, you know, uh, sure, she made a mistake. But, you know, God gave life to Mm. that child, right? Mm. And here the church is, instead of wrapping their arms around and loving and showing mercy and forgiveness and grace. Mm. The church showed judgment. Mm. And so as a 16 year old girl, there I was seeing the church in action in the wrong way. And that, that can form our society, right? So we've got a lot of people who don't like church and church people because Mm. the church isn't loving when we do wrong. So how could that be handled differently? So as, as we talk about love mm-hmm. and knowing God and knowing love, and they have to go hand in hand, how do we get to know God so that in those hard situations, in those hard places, we can show love? Yeah, I think part of even the story you shared, a lot of times we want to distance ourselves or judge something that we deem, and and God's word says that it's sin, Mm -hmm. but God ran after us Mm. in our sin. And I think, are we willing to do that? When someone falls short, cover them with grace and run after them. Um, And I I just think a lot of times in the church today, judgment is there because we possibly even see sin in our own lives. Yeah. And we want to make ourselves feel better. And so it's easier to say, comparison. Hey, this brother did that. Oh, or this sister did that and examine them. Mm-hmm. But when we look into God's perfect word, mm-hmm. we realize we are just as guilty. We cannot judge. Yeah. Else. Yeah. That's, it's so true. You know, in my own life, there's been things that, um, people have done to me and I've thought, mm. you know, how can I, how can I love them? How can I forgive them? But God made it really clear to me in some of those situations that their sin is equal with my sin, yes. right? Yes. And when we see that, when we see that sin is sin, it's all on the same level. 
love comes a little easier yes. because we need the love. We mm-hmm. want to be desperately loved just like they do. Mm-hmm. And when we start comparing sin and we, we think one sin is bigger than the other, so there's a lack of love. No, actually there needs to be more love there. Amen. You know, more love yes. and grace poured out and forgiveness. And I'm not talking about enabling sin, but we need to show that no matter what, unconditional love mm-hmm. is present here regardless of what sin is present, it's unconditional love. So how do we as believers mm. take our lives from a point of knowing about love, knowing God is love, and actually putting that into practice? How do we get to know God on a level to where we can show love in those hard places? Right, because I think when we te- even just use the word love, it can feel nebulous and fluffy. It's mm. a word we mm-hmm. use a lot. Yeah, People say it a lot. <laughs> But for me, it is simply found as I get into God's Word. Um, at times when I felt the least loved and in the most need of love, I found it simply by opening up the Bible. Uh, I, I use a Bible reading plan. Uh, Michael will be able to share with you uh, how she interacts with God in His Word. But when we are just available and studying His Word, God speaks to us. And then our minds are illumined with his truth, and we are able to love with the love we've been given. Mm. I, I can't love if God hasn't redeemed my mind. I'm really not capable of it. In the natural, love is not something that comes naturally to our flesh. Yeah, I think that's so powerful. Our minds aren't capable. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not naturally going to love those who are hard to love, right? Right. But... God's Word is a transformational thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. It it pierces and it gives what we need when we need it. So God's Word is so, so mm-hmm. powerful. Um, for me, um, Denise, you mentioned you use a Bible reading plan to get into God's Word, and there's a lot of amazing resources out there. Yes. Um, so what resource do you use? Yes, uh, I really love Ligonier Ministries, and I will put this link up on our website as well. They offer many different uh, Bible reading plans uh, to suit different personalities. Um, My personality is kind of (laughs) linear, but I like to be at a different book of the Bible every day of the week. That's just what I really like. Yes, one day it might be uh, in the Proverbs and Psalms the next day, but I just thoroughly enjoy This is my fifth year now of doing the same Bible reading plan, and I can't wait. I mean, to me, it's a love letter. It's Mm. time with God. Um, and so someone else might prefer just to read from the beginning uh, to the end, uh, one book at a time. And, you know, there's no, I think the key is don't worship the method. Mm, so good. Don't feel condemned. You know, I used to for years, and I've walked with the Lord for about 30 years now, but there were times where I felt that my devotion time was lacking because it didn't look perfect. Mm. And I missed it. It was so simple. You know, there isn't a perfect way. It's just get in His Word. And if there's something that works for you, praise the Lord and keep trying until you find what does. But don't feel like it has to look a certain way. Yeah, I think that's so good. You know, there's there's so many methods out there and there's so many different um, groups pushing their Bible study Mm -hmm. method. You know, and you look and you see, oh, I could do that or I should join that Bible study. And I think there's power in community and there's power in Bible study and you need to have accountability. That's awesome. But when it comes down to our personal, um, daily walking with God so that we can know him and know his love. Um, for me, what I like to do is I have 
maybe three or four years ago, I started at the beginning of the Bible and I read all the way through and I had tried some of the different, um, calendars and studies. And because I'm a rule follower, <laughs> I just really struggled with it because if I would mess up or get behind, right. I would just totally condemn myself, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know, and then I would give up and say, I just can't do it anymore. And so a few years ago, I gave myself some grace and I started at the beginning and I just read what I could read for that day. I read what I could set, what I could absorb. Yes. And I stopped when God would speak to my heart and I would just kind of sit there in that moment and replay and reread in my mind what God was doing in my heart. And from since then, I have just continued to read through and I read each morning until God speaks. And when mm. he speaks, I kind of just stop for a second. Yes. And one thing I love to do is write the scriptures. Mm. So when God speaks to me, I take out my journal and I'll write down the verse or the verses or the, the character of God or the quality of God that he's revealing to me. And so I'll write that out. And then I just kind of meditate on it for a little mm. bit. And I pray about it and I think about it. And then if, if God's prompting my heart to read more, I'll read more and I'll read again until God just really um, speaks to my heart. What that's done for me is it's freed me from the the rule-following legalism that my heart gets sucked into yes. through a calendar. I just struggle with it um, personally. That's just something that I struggle with. And then um, another thing that I've done is I've given myself grace. If God is just really putting it on my heart to stay in a certain book or a certain passage for a while, I sit there. Mm-hmm. I had a season, a really hard season of life, um, just a little over a year ago, where I sat in Psalm 23 mm. for like six months. Wow. Okay, and you might think, Micah, really? Six months? That's a long time <laughs> to sit in six verses, right? <laughs> That's a really long time. But God just kept meeting me there every day. Mm. And he continued to give me new fresh truth from that passage every single day. And I'm just, I'm thankful for the freedom that I have that I don't, mm. you know, have to follow yes. a set of rules, you know? Mm. So I share that to say, you know, as you're listening, you may be someone that needs a a guide. You need a study. You need someone to tell you, you know, read this today, read this tomorrow. You may be someone who needs the freedom to step away from the guide. Take the opportunity that God is giving you today. Take the freedom and do what works for you. The thing that we need to know as truth is getting in God's word is where it's at. That's that's the yes. that's the bottom line. If you're in God's word, if you're knowing God, you will know love. And then Amen. we'll be able to live love. Yes. We can't live love without God. Yes, and we were created for relationship with God and with others and that doesn't happen apart from his word. Mm. And so it is the most fundamental thing we need and that's why we felt when we started this podcast that we should begin where we really all should be, which is in His Word. Mm-hmm. And I, I also journal, and I can't tell you, I keep all of my journals over the years because I love to just sit and reflect on what God's done and how He speaks into our lives. And my kids would often come in and, and I'd be weeping. And it's just amazement at how I could just be using the same Bible reading plan. But my God speaks to me in a way he never has before. Mm, that's the power of God's word. Isn't yes. It? That is the power of God's word. You know, it's amazing when you read something that you've read before. Mm. You know you've read it before. You know you've heard a message on it before. Yes. And God brings and reveals new light and mm. new truth 
to our hearts. God's word is powerful and it's mighty. And as as we share on this podcast, I, I hope that those listening will hear that the truth is where it's at. Yes. The truth mm-hmm. is where it's at. We are offering radical grace, raw truth, and real hope. That's what we want to give to those who are listening. Amen. And I think the only way, as we are talking about in God's word that we get that, we also need fellowship with others. Mm. Our culture is mixed up about what love is. And so people often kind of uh, think it's you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours, Mm. you know, or it's conditional. And um, I love the thought and the truth that as God gives us his truth, we can live it out by his grace. And so today I hope that you're getting that message that you can love because you've been so radically loved by our God. And he's equipped you through his word to be able to do the same thing. Yes. You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.